Hi guys, my name is Jackie. I'm the exercise physiologist at Transcend Health and today I have with me Josh who has been a prac student here at Transcend Health for the past five or six weeks. How are you going Josh? I'm doing very well. How about you? I'm good. It's uh, December 23rd today so we're getting close to the pointy end of Christmas. Yeah, it's gone quick hasn't it? <laughs> and it's gone really quick. So Josh, I'm going to kick us off with, um, I just want you to give us the, the quick rundown on who you are. Who I am? Okay. Yep. So, well... I'm a Newey boy, that's that's for sure. So, born and raised here in Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I've been doing, I, I'm doing the back end of a master's degree with Charles Stewart University. Yeah. So, I'm a exercise physiology student there. I did a five-year undergrad bachelor's with the University of Newcastle for exercise and sports science. And outside of that, I compete as a pro-natural bodybuilder. Excellent. How long have you been doing the pro-natural bodybuilding for? So, I've been doing that since 2014 um yeah excellent so clearly you're good at what you do yeah it's been it's been six or seven years um competing um on stage so i spent um six to seven months as an amateur and then i've spent the last six years competing as a professional all while doing my yeah doing my bachelor's degree and also with the uh, master's degree this year as well yeah, and it's certainly something that we've noticed here at Transcend is you've brought a wealth of knowledge to your prac placement we've been really impressed with. Oh, thank you. So uh, I suppose, what was it that made you want to become an exercise physiologist? Um, I kind of can't not do it, I guess. I, it's, um, I don't know, I, I, I eat it, I sleep it, I live it, I breathe it. Um, all facets of physical fitness. So I like the theoretical side of things as well as I like the um, physical side of things as well. So I've always believed there's a difference between knowledge and experience. Um, I think he's a, he was a psychiatrist. His name's Dr. David Drader. He said there's a difference between knowledge and experience in that if you, if you only have no, so what was it? Knowledge without experience is philosophy and experience without knowledge is ignorance. So I like to cross the two over. That's just kind of how I do things. But I don't know, it kind of started, um, back in 20, 2010, so I was graduating high school, got in the gym, and I don't know, I just sort of fell in love with physical training, and it just sort of went from there. Um, I floated around for a couple of years, doing a few odds and jobs after school ended, and I just sort of fell into it, and I thought, if I'm gonna do something for the rest of my life, I think this is it. Pretty cool. And so you've, uh, I suppose you've been here at Transcend Health doing a prac now at the, at the very end of your master's degree. How have you found doing your prac placement here? Oh, it's been great. I um, was a little nervous coming in, didn't know what to expect. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, they, um, they make you very formal at uni and they try and ski a little bit, I guess. But um, you get here and you're like, you know, Duncan doesn't wear shoes and you're a <laughs> ball of energy. So yeah, I was like, oh, this is, this is good. Not what I was expecting. So I suppose what kind of things did you like about being here at Transcend Health? What were the things that stood out that made it more enjoyable? First thing, definitely you guys. Um, you've been, you're, you've all a wealth of knowledge. You're very, very good at what you do, um, but you're also very chill as well as professional. So I think that that was that's probably the favourite thing I liked about being here the most. Um, but other than that, it's kind of like you know you spend all this time at uni studying it. And now you're out doing what I like to do best in the in the field. You know, putting the pedal to the metal, actually walking the walk. And um, yeah, I, I knew I was in the right place for the day I got here. Oh, that's excellent. So. I'm really glad that I suppose you've enjoyed it being here um, and certainly like I remember the first day you were here you were a bit 
a bit stiff and a bit stiff. rigid. Yeah, definitely and a bit stiff. unsure. <laughs> and, it, you know, it wasn't long before you really kind of, you know, brought yourself out and really, um, yeah, just applied yourself with our clients, which was really impressive to see. You just got a natural talent with exercise prescription and we've really... Um, really asked you to like lean on that and you brought it to the table with this prac placement so we're really impressed with seeing that oh that's good to know um but i suppose <laughs> my next question is uh what did you learn while you're here like anything that stood out that, oh um, yeah big time um they teach you a lot that they they i guess they do warn you in um during your studies especially the master's degree uh neurological clients they're complex yeah it, when they say they're complex they're complex i don't i do not think i was prepared for um the complexities of neurological disorders that I've seen as I've been here. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty mind-blowing when you think about you learn, the, you learn the basics at uni and then you get out into prac placement and um, I know there was more than one case that you sat down to take the initial assessment for and uh, the conversations we had in the back office afterwards about the types of conditions we were working with and how to best prescribe for those people. Um, yeah, I think you really... Uh, we're a bit surprised at how complex things could be and the number of considerations we could take into account with a single program. Yeah, very much, very but much so. You've been great. You have, um, you've really run with it. Um, I suppose, was there anything that really surprised you about working, uh, doing a prac placement at Transcend? Um, it's good to know that when, I guess, you spend, a lo you spend enough time at uni, everything's um, you know, cold, clinical and highly, highly professional. It's good to know that when I come to the end of this, um, the end of this accreditation, and I'm actually out in the field working, I don't have to be a stiff, rigid board clinician. I can actually be really good at what I do, and also just do what I've always done best: just be human with people. Like I think when we leave the house every day, we're all about you know presenting an image to the world, and you know I I, I mock it. I, I just call it adult role play. <laughs> we're, all, we're all just leaving the house to go adult role play, and I'm like, well, I don't really want to do that. I just want to talk to humans because I am one too. So. It's nice to know that I can have a joke with people but at the same time solve their problems, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something that I know that for me being at Transcend Health and helping to, well, obviously being one of the owners here, I want to be able to come to work and be myself and not have to put on this stiff clinical rigid role. Like I can, I can be professional, I can do my job and I can have important conversations but it doesn't mean I can't have fun. It doesn't mean I can't engage the people that I'm with in a, a conversation that is about their interests and their likes and that might cross over with my interests and my likes. Um, and that just creates a more human experience, helps us to um, build a better understanding of the people that we're working with and make sure that their unique needs are met because they can open up that little bit more and, and be human with us as well. Yeah, and I, I think that um, there's something to say about that, that um, it makes people feel very comfortable and welcomed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, so here's the fun questions. Who was your favourite clinician to work with while you were here? on the spot <laughs> it might shock you but probably ollie no i'm just kidding no that no, doesn't no, surprise no, me. no 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 no, no. <laughs> definitely um de definitely you you're i mean you're, you're my mentor while i'm here right i'm learning the most from you mm. um i think you've i don't know there's i don't really understand how you can have so much such a large brain that's sort of shoved into a small little head that you've got you know so i'm <laughs> like yeah, yeah i'll like okay i should i've been hanging on to every word that you've been saying to me since i've been here and um yeah definitely been hovering around not as a pest but because i'm very much open to like learning everything you're willing to share as well, well i think my head just grew a little bit bigger there you go then, yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I, my, made, I made some space more, yeah made some space for that brain to like let some pressure off okay the next question is who do you think is stronger duncan or ollie 
from what you've observed. <laughs> well, Ollie's actually deadlifting when I'm here, so I don't know. I've got to see what, Duncan, what numbers Duncan can pull, I guess. <laughs> um, so who do you think would win in a deadlifting competition, Duncan or Ollie, is probably a good question. I've got to give it to Ollie because he's got, he's, got, he's got the height, you know, long levers and stuff. Yeah. It helps. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, my final question is a bit more about projecting in your t- into your professional future. So the things that you've learned here at Transcend Health are obviously going to help to direct you in the future. Is there anything that you think you'll do differently because of the time you spent here at Transcend? Um, I don't really know if I can answer that or not. I guess I don't. I haven't seen enough to sort of... I haven't, I haven't physically seen enough different clinics of exercise physiology practices to sort of, I guess, answer that. Um, so I guess I'm still learning my, my base there in that regard. Um, but I know I guess I'm a bodybuilder. I'm used to more machines. But, I mean, you're making everything work here. And that, that, that's actually another thing that surprised me is just how much you can do with how little equipment mm. and also on that how much it works too. Yeah. I think it was one of the things I told you, and particularly with, um, well, I suppose, exercise testing, exercise prescription, is keeping it as simple as possible, as much as you can do with as little as possible. So if you had just a bench and a dun- dumbbell to prescribe exercise with, or if you had to do one exercise test to give you the most information, um, that was certainly something that I know that university takes you down that complex path of, well, let's do 15 different tests and get as much information as possible, but then you can do one or two really pointed tests to get the most information and prescribe from there, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I, I noticed, um, looking back on all my assessments that I've done um, during the master's degree so far, I leaned very very heavily on machines, and we've, we, well, I mean, we have none here except a couple of bench presses and mm. the bodyweight station and whatnot. So, yeah, you've, if there's anything you've definitely taught me besides actually being a professional and what a professional looks like, it's how to... I guess, how to just use the body the way it's supposed to use. No, not use machines, use it in its natural states of movement. Mm. Yeah, and get people to move what we're best at doing. Uh, they come in and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that, you know, you, you put them through something, like, I don't know if that's going to work. And then, you know, it works. And then they're like, holy shit, I don't have pain anymore. And I'm like, can't argue with it. <laughs> Paying attention. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then to end up this podcast today, if you had any words of wisdom to pass on to clients who might be listening or clients in the future or people who are considering exercise physiology treatment what would you say what i'm going to say is it's a very it, it, and it is it's a very new profession i mean it's only had medicare provider numbers since what 2010 or something 2004 2004 I think so was, yeah. i think tony abbott pushed that through or something um it's new and i don't think a lot of people understand it but I think it's something that they should try if they're unsure because mm. I think the issue with doctors, GPs, you know, the, the usual suspects as we would call them, people have pain or they have some sort of disfigurement disability or let's just say they've had a surgery and they don't know how to rehab themselves properly. The first thing they go to is painkillers, mm. you know, painkillers um, or they, they think people either think painkillers or surgery when something goes wrong with their body. Whereas if you have painkillers, you know, Yes, that, that I, I call that like I call painkillers like and, and medication about tier two and let's call surgery like tier three. Yeah. So why would you go for tier two or tier three right off the bat when you haven't even tried tier one yet? Absolutely. And that's, you know, using your body the way it's meant to be used. Absolutely. So, movement. Fantastic. 
Well, Josh, that's us for today. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. And yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <No worries. laughs> and bye. <laughs>